Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Israel continues to attack Gaza. To find out more, researcher and global governance analyst Tembisa Fakadu, uh, Fakude joins us now. Tembisa, apologies for your surname, Fakude. Tembisa, thank you very much for joining us this morning. 20,000 lives lost already in Gaza, and it looks as if n- nothing is stopping out there. Yeah, that's true. Nothing is stopping it. And we continue to see this genocide un- unfolding in front of our eyes. And there are discussions taking place at the moment between the intelligence of Egypt and um, the leader of the Politburo of Hamas, um, Ismail Haniyeh, in Egypt. So one hopes, of course, that they're going to try and, and come up with some solution. But Hamas has already said that they're not going to engage any uh, discussions with Israel as long as the uh, bombardment of Gaza continues. Mm-hmm. So for them to release or enter into any d- discussion henceforth, it will uh, all depend on how Israel acts moving forward. And Hamas has made it very clear that they need cessation of uh, hostilities. Yeah, they're saying total ceasefire and a retreat from the occupying army from the Gaza Strip. So it's not just stopping the war, it's, it's moving out completely and before they will talk. Well, yeah, that's it. And Israel is under pressure, of course, from the families of those that are still um, held hostage by Hamas. So one hopes that they they will heed the call. But um, having listened to what Benjamin Netanyahu has said, the Benjamin Netanyahu has said that they are not going to retreat until they've eliminated Hamas. Now, mm. that's a big question. Uh, how to eliminate Hamas? Because Hamas is not just a political movement. Hamas runs mosques. Hamas is a social welfare organization. And they are part and parcel of the social fiber of Gaza. So when you say when I eliminate Hamas, what does it mean exactly? You use the word genocide, and the, most of the reports now are including that word. Is, the, is this where we are now, that this is a genocide? Well, this is a genocide. Um, when By looking at it, and we can look at you know both formal and... Um, the political definition of what it is, but at the moment, by look of things, um, it is certainly a, a genocide, the number of people that have been killed deliberately, even though, of course, Israel knows precisely well that it would be difficult for them to uh, go against Hamas without um, killing civilians. They've done so mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, irrespective uh, and this is where the challenge is the majority of the people that have been killed so far is women and children um, and uh, they've come up with all sorts of excuses why those women and children are killed uh, accusing Hamas of using them as as human shields but even even though they know that these people are used as human shields still they went on Rafah for example and uh, not Rafah Ashifa hospital and claimed that there were uh, tunnels underneath the hospital, and they decided to bombard uh, the part of the hospital in in order for them to access those tunnels. Now, the question is, if you know that the schools in Israel with children on top of the tunnels in Israel, will they still have done that to their own people? Um, So, you know, you, you see this very deliberate... Uh, actions of Israel, which um, now has gained uh, the definition of calling this genocide not only by certain media organizations, but by many um, human rights organizations who have uh, who have who have um, 
uh, dubbed this as a, a genocide in, in, in unfolding in front of our eyes and the world unfortunately doing nothing to stop uh, what is currently going on there. Uh, that was going to be my next question. What is being done? Uh, UN resolutions uh, are being passed and there are votes on these. But what, what, what else is being done? Well, the, the world is, of course, there are a lot of condemnation and other countries are now threatening um, sanctions. South Africa has taken the uh, Israeli government to uh, the International Court of Justice. So there are other things that are happening. But within the UN, of course, the UN, UN Security Council will do nothing as long as they go to the United States that has the veto right. Mm-hmm. So there were a, a number of resolutions that were sponsored. The current one, which is um, under discussion, sponsored by the United Arab Emirates, has been vetoed by the United States, United Nations Security, I mean, United Nations General Assembly's uh, resolutions are not really binding. So there's nothing really much that the world can do at the moment in terms of imposing whether there's going to be peacekeeping force or not. China's been talking about that. Uh, But other than that, there's nothing happening. The Arab countries, the best they can do, countries such as Qatar and uh, Egypt, is to negotiate Mm. um, with between Hamas and, and Israel. But other than that, they can do absolutely nothing as long as the United States, the most uh, militarized and powerful country on earth, continues supporting Israel. And, uh, you know, to be foolhardy for any country, at least the the, the Arab countries, to move towards, um, towards Israel. But they can do something. I mean, they are the largest producers of both gas and oil combined. Uh, in the world, uh, they can use that muscle. But, of course, we don't see them doing anything. Instead, we've seen countries such as United Arab Emirates normalizing relations with Israel. Bahrain has done the same. So, I mean, Saudi Arabia was about to do the same before 7th October when the uh, attack by Hamas occurred inside Israel. So the the Arab countries are also very um, helpless uh, at the moment and unwilling to enter into this frail in, in, in order for them to bring some semblance of peace and stability. Uh, it sounds oh, it's very simplistic in my mind, uh, and, and yeah, I know you're going to correct me. If Hamas released all the hostages, would Israel stop? Well, that's, well we don't know yet. Israel, right. we know that Israel says wants to eliminate Hamas. So they didn't yes, say that they would stop yeah. all hostages. Um, and Hamas is now saying we'll only release when Israel stops. So <laughs> right now we don't know what's going to happen. But we must remember that this thing hasn't didn't don't just start on the 7th of October. Uh, Gaza has been under siege from 2007 after Hamas won uh, elections and the world refused to recognize Hamas as the winner of those elections. Instead, they insisted on the Palestinian Authority to uh, govern uh, Gaza and the West Bank. And Hamas, of course, um, decided that wasn't going to happen and they took over power. And ever since, they've been under siege and one of the biggest, not one of the only open uh, prison um, in the world is Gaza, where people can move in and no one can go out and there's restrictions of almost everything and Israel has continued to oppress them. And this is not the first time that this has happened, but this, of course, the scale through which this war has unfolded is, um, uh, you know, bewildering and, you know, for many of us, shocking that we still have people even trying to justify and continue encouraging Israel to um, to continue bombarding uh, uh, Gaza, notwithstanding the the atrocities that we've seen happening and the, and the deaths and the displacement of women and children. So I think 
it's the beginning of something much more bigger and um, I don't think it's going to end now. I think when the dust settles, whenever that happens, we're still going to have a post-war um, somewhere and including taking some of the people to the Hague, including, mm. uh, I think, the potential Benjamin Netanyahu. Related to this is the Yemen's Houthis who are attacking ships in the Red Sea. It's changed the course of many, many ships down south as opposed to going through the Suez Canal. What is the latest with that? Is, is that, is that related to this war and, in what, and how is it? Yeah, it is related to this war. We saw uh, a couple of days ago the American coming up with some sort of uh, a coalition of countries in order to protect the business, uh, particularly from the Indian Ocean into Bubble Manda, Red Sea, Suez Canal to the Mediterranean, because that's where the Houthis are operating. Houthis are more operating on the Bubble Manda, which is closer to, to Yemen, and they've been targeting all uh, ship and cargo that are heading towards uh, towards Israel, but uh, now this uh, coalition led by Americans is now um, stationing ship and gunships in particular to protect the business that is going through there. We know that big companies such as uh, uh, BP and others have since stopped uh, the trade or exporting and importing of goods into uh, bubble Mandeb in the Red Sea. So it's complicated at the moment, but the Houthis, uh, the rebel group that has been fighting Saudi Arabia or the Saudi-led coalition since 2015, and now they are in power in Yemen, have been fighting, and we know that they are working very close in support by Iran. So in support of their brethren in Palestine, they've been uh, targeting all the ships that are going towards Israel, and that has created a, politi- a business strain, particularly within the, the Red Sea. I'm going to leave it there, Tim. This is Fakude. Thank you very much for joining us. Africa-Asia Dialogue Senior Research Fellow, helping us through and explaining to us what's going, up in, uh, going on in Gaza.